and welcome back. You are listening to Find Your Kind, the podcast with your host, Delaney Jenks. You're currently listening to this podcast on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students publish content to share with the world. Please note that the opinions expressed in this episode are mine and mine alone. In this episode, You've Got a Friend in Me, I'll be talking about things you can do to develop and nurture lasting friendships, whether that be through kindness, being a good listener, or just simply being present through tough times. I feel like in today's society, we tend to place an emphasis on having romantic relationships and finding that ideal person who will make us happy and fulfilled. But numerous studies have actually shown that having good friends is even more important to our psychological welfare. Friends have the ability to bring more happiness into our lives than virtually anything else and can improve your mental health drastically. Having genuinely good friends also helps relieve stress, prevents loneliness, and provides us with a source of comfort and support. The purpose of this episode isn't to teach you guys how to make friends. Rather, it's to talk about ways to maintain friendships because making close friends doesn't just happen and it's common for us to struggle when it comes to developing real quality connections with people. So in this episode, I'm joined by a very, very close friend, Jacqueline Sun, aka Jackie. Hi guys, I'm Jackie. I'm 17 and I'm also a senior and I just finished my college app, so I'm really happy about that and I'm really excited to be on the episode today. Yeah, so today I just wanted to have a super casual discussion with Jackie and ask her questions, and hopefully from there we can get into discussion about ways we've been able to maintain a healthy friendship for the years we've known each other. Alrighty, so I want to first give you guys some context to our friendship, so I'm going to start by asking how we met and what you remember. Um... I think we met in seventh grade lunch through like mutual friends and stuff, but we weren't really that close in the first place. I think we just mostly ate lunch together and that was about it. And like, I think what uh, made us close was playing volleyball together. I think that's right, what we started because yeah. I was trying to remember. I don't think we had any classes together in seventh grade, but in volleyball, it's when we kind of like realized we both laugh at extremely unnecessary <laughs> things. And we, <laughs> we have the same like stupid sense of humor. So I think that's definitely something that brought us closer. Mm-hmm. Also, I introduced you to the concept of eating your fries with hot sauce, not ketchup. <laughs> you know, I think that was a really, really it was a turning point. In your it life, was because you know? I still do do that. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the first real question: In what ways do we comfort each other? Honestly, I think like for us, we both prefer face-to-face interaction as opposed to over text. So like anytime one of us is feeling down, like we'll just FaceTime the other, or we'll just talk in person. Like we always go to each other for advice, or like we do a lot of little like gestures. You know, we'll get each other coffee or we'll get each other like little treats and stuff. And I think that really does help a lot. Yeah, that brings me back to um, I had COVID, I think two weeks before the holidays. So obviously, I had to stay home for a period of time. And Jackie brought me a chai tea latte from Starbucks. And she wrote a little note that honestly just made me feel so much better. I had chocolates too. I'm not yeah, sure you remember. did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot about that. But um, when a friend is stressed, sad, or feeling a bit down, small gestures such as like this one go a long way and make them feel better even if it's only a little bit. And in terms of also um, comforting your friends, me and Jackie went skiing uh, <laughs> last oh weekend. <laughs> and so basically, just a little context for this. I... I've had skis for a while, and they've always been a bit uncomfortable, and I always, like, feel pain when I'm skiing, (laughs) but 
this pain that I felt uh, this weekend was awful. And when we went to go eat lunch, I took off the boots. Like I was, I've never felt like such bad pain in my life. And Jackie like just did the right thing. I told her I just need space, but then you were offering me water, which helped a lot. And you know, she definitely was good at like comforting me then. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there and I don't know, like you never really know what to do in the situations until you're actually faced with them. And I was like, Delaney literally looks like she's about to give birth. Like what am I supposed to do, huh? Like, I'm telling you, it probably felt the same. It was so bad. It looked so painful. Like there's like that expression of sheer pain and like that that was definitely it. <laughs> So just um, overall, when relating this to kindness, and this is the way that the Mayo Clinic describes it, you need to think of friendship as an emotional bank account. Every act of kindness, big or small, and every expression of gratitude you show towards your friends are deposited into this account, while criticisms and negativity draw down the account. So moving on, the next question I want to ask is if we ever get jealous of each other and how do we handle it? I think one of the biggest things I'd be jealous of for you, and this is even from the beginning, it was that like you always seemed super calm and like in control of yourself. And you didn't really have extreme mood swings. And you you just always knew pretty much like what you were doing, what you were saying. And I feel like for me, I'm a very erratic person who kind of just <laughs> whatever comes my out of my mouth comes out of my mouth in that moment. But yeah. <laughs> I think for me, like, I get jealous of how easily people gravitate towards you because, you know, you're so openly friendly and outgoing. But in a way, like, I recognize that, you know, we're not the same person. And I actually have learned to love that aspect about you because that friendliness allows us, like, both to meet new people. So again, I'm just thinking back to the ski trip when we were on our way up a ski lift <laughs> one time. Um you started a conversation with the guy sitting to your left, and he ended up being from Ireland, which got me involved because um, <laughs> I used to want to go to school there. And we just ended up sharing a good conversation. And I feel like your outgoingness kind of allows that and makes it easier to meet new people. Mm. Um, but I think the point is to like try and find the good in those qualities that make you jealous about your friends. And even just like discussing them openly kind of lightens those jealous feelings a lot. Mm. So moving on, um, would you say we are good at listening to each other? I would honestly say that like we are pretty good. I think we're better than average. I'm not like sure what everyone else is, but I think we're better than average because I think we're both people who definitely prioritize hearing out each other's feelings and make sh making sure that like the other person or just other people around us in general aren't being ignored or left out. I definitely think that sometimes like maybe in minor things we might forget. Like I can't really think of any specific examples. I'm not sure. I feel like you do. <laughs> I definitely know that there were times when I forgot like a little part and then you were like, ah, and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, Jackie definitely like, you know, that one of my biggest pet peeves is when I feel like I'm not being listened to <laughs> because I don't know. I think there's just like such a profound importance in like paying close attention to your friends and letting them know that you're paying close attention. You know, whether that be through eye contact, body language, or simply acknowledging what they're saying. But I think you're definitely good at that. Um, and you even show that, you know, you care to um, hear how I'm doing or what I need to say. Because, like, for example, whenever I tell you that I'm upset about something in the past, you immediately say, like, why didn't you call me? Because you're always, like, there to listen. And, you know, just by, you know, offering someone to talk to, I know I have a source of support. And... 
someone to listen to me when I'm troubled. Even if I don't always need to talk to someone, just knowing that you're there is support in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next, I want to ask you, do we ever feel left out? And if so, how do we make each other feel included in those situations? I mean, honestly, whenever I'm with you, I definitely never feel left out. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. I just I just don't think I feel left out with you because I think you're pretty like in tune with what I'm saying and what I'm doing most of the time. And I think even in larger settings, like I know I can always go back to you and talk to you if I really want to. And I do hope that you feel the same for me. But like, I'm honestly curious to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> I feel like generally I don't ever feel left out in situations. But when I do, for example, um, whenever like I fall behind when we're walking in a group or something, like you'll always notice and fall behind with me. But like, I think that making sure your friends feel, you know, appreciated and noticed and that they're doing the same for you just leads to a healthier friendship. And I don't know, you're just always there. You'll notice <laughs> if I'm feeling left out, but that's not often. Yeah. Yeah. You, I don't think either of us really like get left out or like make each other feel left out pretty yeah. much ever. But if it does happen, like, we usually catch on to it pretty yeah, quick definitely. and, like, go back and fix it. Yeah. Which is definitely important. Yeah. All right. Next question. How do we support each other's insecurities? And obviously, we don't have to get into what those insecurities are. But I do want to talk about how we kind of support them. Um, I think whenever, like, you come to me with something you're worried about, the most thing I can do like, I just try to give a ton of verbal encouragement, and I mean, like, a lot of verbal encouragement. I'll yeah. bring up examples of, like, this is why you should not be insecure about that. <laughs> Don't be insecure. And it's just – and honestly, the thing is that – a lot of times, like, the things that you might come to me about that you feel insecure for, I don't – I really don't see them. In fact, like, I usually see the opposite of what you're saying, and I mean that. And that's why, like, when I talk about things, like, I – like, I can genuinely say them with meaning and that I actually believe them. Because, like, I don't see your insecurities, and I really do think that whatever, like, makes you feel insecure is something that I love about you. So it's very easy for me to give you encouragement. You never fail to, like, compliment me and stuff, <laughs> so that always definitely builds. I need more compliments from you, I just want to say. Wait, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I, I think I compliment you kidding. enough. <laughs> but I think there's definitely, like, um, something about opening up about yourself that builds, like, intimacy with your friends and just being willing to disclose, like, personal experiences, concerns, and just especially insecurities because it shows that you trust your friends. Um, and I also just want to say that the best thing to do when a friend opens up about their insecurities is to not look for ways to fix that insecurity, but to accept them completely for who they are, flaws and all, and to help them find ways to accept themselves as well. So I think the way that you handle my insecurities, especially like is good just because like, you're not, you're not invalidating those insecurities, but like, you're I think it's like, I'm not, I'm not invalidating them. I'm not saying like, oh, they don't exist at all. I'm just saying like, it's kind of like, it's okay to feel those insecurities, but you should just know that like really me and every other person out here like does not see you through that light that you think the insecurity shows you through. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Okay, so the final question I want to ask you is, do we ever get angry at each other and what do we do in those situations? Mm. I personally can't think of, like, any times we've truly gotten mad at each other. I don't know. Can you? I think we've, like, definitely had times where we were, like, pretty annoyed at each other. Or not pretty annoyed, but just, like, mildly annoyed, but it just kind of went away in a day. But we've never had a big fight at all. 
I think like ever. I think the the times I've gotten maddest at you is when you bring up like <laughs> things that happened in the past that I did that I don't remember, and it just <laughs> makes me so mad. Like you always say that I said something, and I'm just like, I never said. You that. definitely said those things, though. I swear, I'm not a liar. I swear. No, I think. There's times when, like, I think most of the time, usually when there are annoyances, they might be caused by me and, like, my big mouth. Because, <laughs> like, I just, like, <laughs> say random stuff and I'm like, oh, I definitely should not have said that. But, um. But I don't look at it as a bad thing. Like, I know your intentions aren't bad. So I think that definitely mm-hmm. kind of prevents fights. I think I definitely do remember there was one time in the tennis season that something happened. This? Yeah, this year. I don't remember what it was. Oh. But I think. I felt really bad about it after, because like I said, like the things just come out of my mouth. I, I like, lit- I remember what you're talking about, um, but I remember I sent you a text apology. Things that I hate text apologies. Like I have a vendetta against text apologies, <laughs> so I felt bad sending it. But at the same time, like I think it was going to be a long weekend or something, so I just kind of had to say it as soon as possible. But I didn't want to send a text thing. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was about. I don't remember either. But I think that. A way we've mainly prevented fights is just because of how honest we are with each other Um, and just being able to, like, offer and receive feedback from a friend. Like, oh, you're being kind of, like, rude right now (laughs) in the moment, just talking about those things. And, you know, just being able to receive feedback from a friend you trust is, like, a gift that's often overlooked because in a friendship, it's definitely good to be straight up with each other and tell one another how we're feeling about certain situations and just like maintaining an honest dialogue also helps prevent you from building up cynicism and just boiling over in times when you feel angry. All right, so I can't get through this episode without emphasizing the importance of the famous Beatles lyrics. (laughs) Jackie's like rolling her eyes right now. (laughs) I get by with a little help from my friends because it genuinely does hold a substantial life lesson. Maintaining close friendships is an essential part of life that gives us meaning and fulfillment. Friends are people we celebrate life with, but also the people who help us make it through the tough times. Friends are the ones that make us feel comfortable and also know our shortcomings, but still love us anyway. You should be the best version of yourself when surrounded by your friends because they should accept you wholeheartedly for who you are. And the last thing I want to emphasize is you get what you give in a true friendship. When you give your time, you get it from your friends. When you provide support, you're given support from your friends. When you show genuine care for your friends, they'll care for you in return. But when there is no effort to put in that time, to provide that support, or to show that care, don't expect that it'll be there for you in return. Friendship needs nurturing. You can't plant seeds, forget about them, then hope that something will grow someday without any effort from you. With that being said, thank you all so much for listening. And remember, keep keep safe and stay kind. kind. Good job. (laughs) Woohoo!